What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode eight of Track Talk Podcast. We are your hosts, Emma and Hannah, and we are talking DTS, which is really ironic because neither of us have finished it. Uh, we, I think we were on the same episode, episode four. Yeah. yeah. It's been a tough weekend. <laughs> well, it's been a weekend. It's been a weekend. Uh, I moved houses this weekend and I'm drowning in schoolwork, like actually drowning right now. Um, and I'm sick. So... That's just a great combination for me to do nothing and have no motivation. Um, you watched with Boston a, a little bit mm-hmm. on Friday night. Friday night, yeah. And then, um, disclaimer, I'm so hungover right now. I didn't know <laughs> if you were going to say it or not. <laughs> like, unfortunately so. Sorry, but I, I I did not have time to finish watching DTS. But I did watch the first few episodes and I watched the first episode, which That's I think all is that really the only you. episode that is that matters mm-hmm. it was made for me like it was it was lance and i also learned that like lawrence is a good dad and i didn't i don't i you don't know the relationship no, he that does they seem have. like a like just like a hard-nosed businessman mm-hmm. but you do see that side of him when he's like all i care about is is my son okay mm-hmm. like when lance called him about the bike accident mm-hmm. yeah and it just might it made my heart like melt i mean Clearly, he's a good dad. He bought his son a race, like a racing team. Yes. So it also um, like solidified to me that he is in no way, shape, or form leaving F one anytime soon. Oh no, 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 not at all. Yeah. Uh, I will say thank you so much to everyone who messaged us this weekend saying, "I get it now." Like <laughs> the amount of messages we got, just being like, "Oh yeah, okay, I can see it now. I get, I get the Lance hype," or like think like thank you like i'm not gonna gatekeep him i want people to love him but like i have spent an entire year preaching him in the first like 30 minutes of dts episode one season six that's what that's what did it for you guys anyway welcome to the live love lance fan club i welcome you with open arms i was talking to boston we were watching together and i was like i love this man like I'm I'm so in love with him. It's it's dangerous at this point. Like I love him. That ep- Hannah's just listening to me go off. But I am. like I'm 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 listening. I love him. I love him. He just looks so good in a suit. He can do no wrong. I'm so excited for him to get a podium this season. He's getting one. Are you on the Live Love Lance fan club? No. <laughs> okay, Hannah's not. Like, I don't actively root. For Lance's downfall, I think it it would be great for Canadian motorsports for him to do well. And when he's performing, the only part that I don't love is that I have to then come to recording and hear you talk about him for 25 minutes. Okay, that was Otherwise, two and a half minutes. <laughs> Otherwise, I actually have like no problems with Lance. I just don't root for him. I do, however, my, my second driver has been solidified to me. And Charles is my number one, always has been since I started watching. Who's never your, faltered. Who's your second driver? My second was often Carlos. Yeah. I do love Carlos. It's not anymore? I, it is. Uh, Carlos is there. But I think I love Alex Albon even more. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. I just, I love him. He I mean, is such a character. He's so driven. He has had to work so hard for everything he's gotten in the sport. He's, he, I just, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think watching DTS made me realize that I might not be as big of a Ferrari girly as I thought. 
I don't think you are. I don't know if I am. I think I truly am an Aston Martin girly. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's... When you, ha- when you have two teams fighting for a spot at the end of the season, you're not going to root for uh, uh, Ferrari if it's against Aston Martin. No, I would be rooting for Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. And I didn't... And it just like clicked when I was watching DTS. I was like, I feel like Aston Martin's my team. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, I'm just a girl. You change your mind. <laughs> like you are you are different in that way because how many of us basic F1 girlies are Charles Ferrari girls, you know? So many. Like and there's I, so that's many. That's how of us. I got into the sport. I, I was, love I love it. I, I was, love my guy, I love my team. Hmm. Like I said, I've never faltered since day one of who my favorite guy was. But you're like, you're cool and you're different. You're like alt. I'm like not like other girls. <laughs> Just kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> anyway, I like Aston Martin. I'm I'm rooting hard for them this year. I'm I like low-key rooting for our entire brand to go green because I love that green. We can rebrand. We uh, No problems about it. <laughs> I sent Aston Martin um, an instant message saying please invite us to a race i believe that was the first team to invite lizzie and ruth i think so not ruth um tony oh you're right it was it was because ruth worked for alfa romeo yeah yeah Uh, speaking of alfa romeo you want to talk about your little name miss oh my god so i often talk (laughs) motorsports with my friends that don't know motorsports my one of my best friends the the extent of her f1 knowledge is um, the Carlos Sainz Maria Carey video. I play it for her all the time. Um, Charles Leclerc playing It's Corn on the kazoo. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Tori and I watch it all the time when he's got the kazoo and he's trying to, like, they're trying to guess the songs. He's like, mm, 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 What? I have not seen this video. <laughs> okay. I'll show you. That's this... the song he cho- chose to play. He didn't choose it. It was chose like, a, it was like one of those, um, like challenges that they do where you have to like play a song on the kazoo and your partner has to choose has to guess what (laughs) okay brief intermission while i showed emma the video um if you've seen it you know i have never seen that video before (laughs) that's so funny but anyways, those are the two videos that oh, and Tori loves the video of Danny Ricardo when he's babysitting and the the, the toy the car, car goes, calls. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. so she doesn't know anything, but the other day she's like, What's with this team? I'm like, What what's the deal? She's like, This like all the names, like the she was talking about V Carb actually. Oh. And I was like, wait till you hear this one. And I'm like, I'm trying to tell her steak F one steak steak kick F one team. Because I'm using them interchangeably because that's what it'll be. And um, we're saying it. Her and I are laughing. We're like, cake stick? (laughs) I said it. I was like, that's the first time I messed it up. Cake stick. Cake stick. But I love it. It's so good. So should we refer to it as cake stick? I feel like cake stick is, it's legal in all countries. (laughs) So... It's legal in all countries. I feel like we could just call it cake sticking. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, I've been meaning, meaning to say this for like three weeks now. I just keep forgetting when we sit down and record. But I also talk to my best friend at work about Formula One mm-hmm. and IndyCar. And mm-hmm. she knows nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But she does her best. I was talking to her about David Malukas and like how he, um, he was on the podcast. And 
like she knows that I love him. She doesn't know who he is, but she knows I love him. And we were chatting at work and she, for some reason, was, she referred to it. How does she say? She was, she, we were talking about like wags and like dating a driver. And she was like, you know, I feel like you could be David DeLuki's girlfriend. David DeLuki. David DeLuki. No, <laughs> Davy DeLuki, I think is what she said. Davy DeLuki. That That's was like, the most NASCAR name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Davy DeLuki. I was like, who? <laughs> anyway, that was our, my name mess up, but cake stick. Cake stick F1. Did you, you saw on the app or like on the site, the photos of them? They had the, to yeah. Photoshop out their race suit. Mm-hmm. It was just floating heads. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on? All I'm going to say is if I'm the marketing person at Steak. Cake? At Cake. I'm like, absolutely not. This is not what we paid to be a title sponsor for. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm assuming that they knew what they were getting into when they signed those contracts. But when you're the title sponsor and you can't even say your name in most countries, have that, your name on a race suit and on a race car in most countries. Like, right? It's right across their chest. It says steak. Mm-hmm. And they had to Photoshop it. I don't know, killed man. Me. It killed me. Um, and you saw that they had to use, like, you know how they, there's always that ink that they use for the cars when they're testing? Mm-hmm. They'd use red ink because mm-hmm. they couldn't use green ink. Mm-hmm. So good. Also, um, Valtteri's number is 77. And that was the same number that Callum Eilat used when he drove his bright green car. You're right. So we You're got right, I didn't think of that. 277 in the bright green car. It's a great number. It is a good number. Um, did I already mention on here that Valtteri Bottas is Chick Hicks? Yes, last okay, week. Okay, okay. I was like, you... Because that was another conversation I had with Tori at work this week where I was like, have you seen cars? And she was like, yeah. I'm like, Obviously. Chick Hicks? She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, Chick, Chick Hicks. And then I couldn't find a tweet that compared the two. But anyways, I figured that... It, she likes Valtteri Bottas because remember when he put out the calendar... Of his ass. I showed her and yeah. That should have been another bingo card. Ugh. Or a bingo scarf. Why didn't we think of anything Valtteri related? I don't know. I had no idea that Daniel and Checo were the same age. Yeah, it's it's frightening. Like eh? he's six months older than Checo. Daniel is. But I was like, like you don't put them in the same box? Danny doesn't give me 30s energy. No. But he is. He's like 36, 37 or something like that. No, he isn't. He? He's 34. Okay. I said something like that. <laughs> Cut me some slack. But like they're the same age, which is weird to think about. Well, it's just like different points in life, right? I guess Checo's so. married with four kids? Two kids. It's at least three. No. Yes. No. It's two. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because they had two and then she ha- she gave birth again at least once since then. Yeah, no, she had one. Three kids? Yep. Carlotta, Sergio Perez Jr., and Emilio. I knew this. That's And she was, I'm pretty sure, when that whole Monaco party scandal happened, she was pregnant, she was pregnant with Emilio. Okay. Yeah. Right. That was wrong. I apologize. It's okay. What episode was it? I don't know. Like one of the, I think it's the second episode. Um, Nick? Yeah, it was a tough episode to watch. It's hard yeah. to watch. Um, he's 28 too. Like I knew that. But I knew like, he was older. He just like seems so young. I don't know why. I he looks know. young. He's got great jeans. Do you think it was? <laughs> it's one of those moments where we just go back and forth on different topics. But do you think it was Lando projecting when he was like 
Did Yuki get smaller? Probably. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm like, sir, that was you for a long time. Just because we can grow a mustache now doesn't mean we get to pick on Yuki for looking young. Yuki doesn't even look that young, I don't no. think. Lando still looks young. Lando still acts young. Yeah. You're asking Lance, can you wink yet? I don't expect it from any other driver. I would expect it from Daniel. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. But, but they were would, teammates. Yeah. So Lando just just picked it up. Like, <laughs> um. Okay. No. Sorry. Back to Nick. Him having to Google how to shoot a gun before like the sh- the mm-hmm. Red Bull like Christians, shooting. Like, yeah. That was so funny. I'd be like, that'd be me. That'd be me in the car, googling it. Um. I, I don't also, know how to shoot a gun. No, I don't know. Why would we? Why know would how? we? Why would we know how? I know. Like that's not who we are. I was talking to Boston about this. If Nick was in the Red Bull, he he would have succeeded. Or if he was on like any other team, I want to say he probably would have done good. But the he, car was so the bad. car is so bad. I know. They set him up for failure. The car was so bad. Now, when the thing is, Yuki was outperforming. But Yuki's used to that car. That's the thing. Yes, but the car was still bad. So there's there needed to be work done, I think, is where, where the justification for sacking Nick is. Mm-hmm. That there was work that needed to be done because Yuki was performing a bit better. It still wasn't a good car. Like, they were... Yuki was hardly in the points. How many times did we use Yuan last year? Like, seriously. So, yeah, I tough to say. I really do hope he gets another stint if he wants it. I mean, he's in Formula E now. I know. So I don't think he's going to go back to F1. I want Liam Lawson. I want Liam Lawson to get a seat in F1. I feel like he he did pretty good. Mm -hmm. I'm not at the Danny injury um, episode yet. Oh, I haven't got that episode. Well, I don't know if there is an episode on it, but I assume they talk about it. It's Mm -hmm. one of the biggest storylines. And it's Netflix's guy, as Alex made very clear. Nick, I think I love that he says Mamma Mia. The amount that. of times he said "Mamma Mia" when he was like annoyed, or that was like his go-to response, just like "Mamma Mia." He's not even Italian. No, he's not. He's Dutch, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Also, thoughts on Logan potentially going to Alphatari? S- says who? No one. But Ford is taking over as the engine right. provider for Red Bull and Alphatari. I'm pretty sure. And so there's no longer that quote-unquote obligation to have a Japanese driver because Yuki, like I said, was part of the Honda development Mm. driver program. And so there was always like, I want to say Honda was probably like, we want to see a Japanese driver in the car. They're not, I think come 2026, now it's Ford, an American company. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what if they're going to want an American driver and they take Logan? I don't, unless something crazy happens this year. I don't think there's any chance Christian Horner lets Logan Sargent step near the Alphatari. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Liam Lawson's like pretty much American. His girlfriend's American. <laughs> so yeah, that's fair. I'm pretty sure he lives in the States. I Half the time, yeah. Yeah. He does. So it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm just, that was just a thought that came to mind when I was no, watching No, I understand the thought. It, it technically makes sense. I just would have to, I think they would have to see a lot from Logan this season and next season to even make that decision. Mm-hmm. Also, Danny Rick, he's like pretty much from Texas. 
That's fair. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, I think last year when I was watching DTS, like season five, I was so annoyed anytime Zach opened his mouth to speak. I was like, I'm so, like, I'm done with Did that. Did that change this year? I, every time Christian opens his mouth, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> like, I get so, un- I don't know if it's because I'm just, like, tired of him or if it's just, like, the like what's happening mm-hmm. in the media with him right now i'm just like i don't want to i don't anything you say i don't care i don't mm-hmm. care mm-hmm. so i'm less annoyed with zach and more annoyed with christian zach was still really annoying to me christian the- was i he's fine i mean he's christian i do have i knew that i liked james i love james mm-hmm. like i just and and he always wore the button down Last year. And I he, I was like, he just reminds me of Toto. He just reminds me of Toto. I actually didn't know that he came from Mercedes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And I'm like, this makes so much sense. He was Toto's little, like, apprentice. Little protege. Little protege. And this is where he's, where he is now. And I love the fact that he is an engineer and goes strictly on analytics in a lot of his data. And he just seems like such a genuine like caring person i know he's like i'm the youngest team principal like then they were talking the whole the whole storyline for that episode was like old versus like the new wave of like young drivers young team principals and i just think that i mean he he showed it a couple times throughout the season where he's like driver first driver first and i don't think a lot of team principals can say that they actually care about their driver first before they care about the result of the race but he can. Yeah. And I have so much respect for him. I hope he He's a great team has principal. a long tenure in in Formula One. He is just Yeah, the real deal. Love James Fowles so much. When he couldn't get his own name right and he couldn't like say the team name right, I'm like, so relatable. So real. Like I get that. I truly do, I do love him. him. I this is turning into like a Williams show for me. But I was gonna say, is Williams your second team? I don't like Logan Sargent though. I'm not the biggest Fernando fan. Williams, no. Ferrari's my team. I didn't realize Haas got points before McLaren. Yes. Like that. Like I, I feel like McLaren just had such a good second half of the year that I I almost forgot how shit their start was. It was, it was not so just, like, bad. middle of the pack shit. It was 18th, 19th place shit. Like, so bad. They were so bad. A Haas got a point before them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That just blows my mind. Um, do you think this year... How do you think McLaren's going to start off this year? Um, strong. Really? Yes. I think Lando was talking about testing. He, what did he say? He was like, we're really behind... We're really, really behind Red Bull. And like pretty far off from Ferrari too. Well, Red Bull is like the pinnacle, so to be behind Red Bull is normal. But um, yeah, to see where they fare with Mercedes and Ferrari will be interesting. Do you think Aston's gonna start off strong, or what's your? I I do. And they always do. That's not like my blind loyalty to okay. Aston, <laughs> like or Lance. I do think that they're going to start off strong. Their testing numbers are pretty good. They weren't like the best, but still up there. Um, Lance on day two is what, fifth, I think, in testing. That's all I care about. And Fernando did pretty good in testing. Like, I feel like they 
like they're good. They always start off strong though. And then it's like midway through the season when everyone's bringing upgrade packages that their upgrades just never, it doesn't um, do deliver. Yeah. yeah. Like it's one thing to start off strong, but when everyone is kind of catching up to you, you do need to continue to improve. And I feel like they've kind of struggled with that in the past few seasons. Um, so I am interested to see where Aston can take it because you really saw how dedicated Lawrence is to winning in F1. And he, like they said, like you can't buy yourself a championship, but you can buy yourself people that'll get you there. And they took a lot of, uh, or they took the main aerodynamicist, right? Yeah, from, from Mercedes. From, from oh no, Red, Red, Bull, Bull, Red Bull. The year before. And that clearly paid off at the start of the season last mm-hmm. year. So um, to just have one more year with, you know, those really key important people in their team well, to kind of develop the car is huge. And Fernando too. Like that was only his first year mm-hmm. in Aston. Mm-hmm. This is now going into his second. So Yeah, I think people forget that. It was mm-hmm. only one year of Fernando so far. And before that was Seb. It seems like Seb's been gone for so long. The season is just so long. There's so much that happens. Um, The part when they talked about Silverstone and like mm-hmm. that race – and like Lando Norris leads the British Grand Prix. Like I chills. Like that was so good. I need that again. I need that again. Mm-hmm. I am a Lando girly. I do love Lando, but I'm not like a huge McLaren F1 team person. Era McLaren, that's my team. But Lando, he's the only th- like I would follow Lando where he were to go. Also, the part where. Someone asked him, or like, do you see yourself here in the future? Yeah. And he just like shrugged at the camera. I mean, that's media training for you. Like yeah. he he couldn't say anything, but I don't think I actually realized during the season, and it could have just been like it was played up for dramatics, but like direct quotes are pretty accurate. Yeah. So I don't think I knew how close McLaren was to losing Lando last year. I feel like he Yeah, I feel like if they didn't have the turnaround that they did, he would have been gone. Mm. Easily. He would have been like, um, no. And he would have been at Red Bull because Red Bull was interested in him. And when and Red Bull interested Warner said in that you, so openly. Mm-hmm. He was like, I could see Lando on Red Bull. Or like, I mm-hmm. could see him driving alongside Max. Like, he was so, like, he wasn't trying to keep it a secret. Like, he wants Lando. And if Red Bull wants you, you go to Red Bull. Like, that's just, if you're in an absolutely horrible McLaren car and you're placing 18th, 19th for an entire season... You're going to go to Red Bull the next year. Yeah. That's just if they want you. So um, I don't think I realized how close they were to losing him. That was kind of an eye opener for me. Yeah. Um, I always kind of pegged Lando as like, uh, this is my team. I've helped them. Like, but his, it, but his like intro is- to F1 gave McLaren a resurgence. Mm-hmm. And that's only continued with Oscar. Their partnership works so well. And Oscar's obviously like been, he's exceeded expectations to this point. So um, I really did kind of expect that they would, he would, Lando would really want to ride that out with the team that gave him a chance, took a risk um, by keeping him on. They sacked Carlos well, as the num- as what they had thought was going to be their number one driver. Lando was their number one. They brought in Danny. They sacked Danny. It's like, I thought that that's what Lando wanted, but clearly like it, a good car wins. <laughs> like, I don't think, I honestly don't think Lando's going to go anywhere. Until he gets a world championship with McLaren, I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I just disagree because he was ready to leave. He was ready to leave because it was such a shit car at the start of the season. Right. But then they they had that turnaround. And I feel like Lando, 
like, I don't think McLaren is going to have that shitty of a start again. True. Like, I don't think so. Um, and so Lando now has more faith in the team. Like, this is all speculation. Like, we don't know what goes through the driver's heads. But I feel like he has more faith in the team now to be like, okay, we did great for this for last half of the season. Like, I think he... I yeah, think but mind he's you, hopeful. It's, it's also so frustrating when at the end of the season you're fighting with Max Verstappen and you're like, holy Dinah, if we had been at this pace for an entire season, but I, th- I, I could have been fighting for a world driver championship. But I think that he now knows that they could be like that for an entire season. Like, I think that Lando saw that and saw the potential in the, that the car had and the team had and he's like okay we can do this for a whole season this year or like last year just wasn't our year so yeah. i feel like mclaren will start off strong i think he's downplaying it in the media um i don't think he's gonna go anywhere like i don't think he's gonna go anywhere i think he will stick with mclaren until they get that world championship if they have a couple seasons where they're like down in like but eighth, tenth place, he's he's gone. There's okay. There's also new regulations in 2026. Yes, there is. So there's 2024, two more years left with these regulations. So he could be waiting also to be like 2026 might be our year. Like we're already like everyone's on a new page. It's not now we're creating a car that has to fight Red Bull. Everyone is creating a brand new car again. Yeah, it, so it goes kind of kind of levels out the playing field once again. But mm. um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just saw a side of Lando where I was like, he wants to win more than anything else. Which, you know, they always say, say that they do. But like, it really did seem to me like he's willing to win instead of sticking with a team that's he, that, that brought him into the sport. So yeah, we'll see. I don't think it'll be that type of season for them this year. I think they're going to continue to be dominant in the field. I don't know if they're going to be right up there with Red Bull at the beginning, but no. I think that they will start off better than they did last year. And I think that they will, they will, his win has to come this year. Yeah. It has to. It has to. It has to. It can't not. Otherwise, if, if he doesn't get a win this year. But he's, he's got a new contract. Like, he signed. We don't I know. know when. No, I know. I'm not talking about leaving. I'm just saying. People talk a lot about Lando being a world driver champion. He's got to get the win. It'll come. With McLaren. I know it. I I feel like it will. Do you know why they're racing on a Saturday? No. No, I don't either. Um, I always work Saturdays, so I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But I am going to the lake this weekend, so... I will be... You're not even going to watch the first no, two live. No, I will. Okay. I'm going to get up. Tori will be with me. Okay. So I'm going to wake her up and be like, you guess what, bitch? You're watching your first F1? <laughs> so, yeah, no, I will watch it. I will not be excited to get up on a Saturday morning. It's, I don't think it's too early, though. 9 a.m. Yeah. That, you know, when you're at the cabin, that still might be a little tough, but it's all good. But yeah, I don't know. So what's the schedule for this weekend? You've got it open there. Practice, two practices on the Thursday, 5.30 and then 9 a.m. This is central time for us. Um, And then second or third practice on the Friday at 6.30, qualifying at 10 a.m. on the Friday, race Saturday, 9 a.m. Mm, okay. So 
it's not too early. So yeah, I mean, just, I'm, I work Friday. I'm gonna miss qualifying. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Like th- those weekends never work out nicely because most people work Thursdays, Fridays. Predictions? Yeah, I haven't given it much thought yet. Um, you could have done track stats with Han. I didn't even think about it. It's okay. I could do track stats on TikTok this week. Okay. But I'm so excited for track stats with hands for sure. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'll do it. I can't do it. You can't. You can't. Yeah, you got to prep for that. Yeah. So this season just snuck up on us. Mm -hmm. And I totally could have done track stats with hand this week. And I didn't. That's okay. On TikTok. It'll be on TikTok. <laughs> It'll be on TikTok. I totally forgot, actually. Forgot that was a segment that I did. Mm-hmm. That I do. Yeah. I forgot, too. Not that I forgot, but, like, I forgot that you could do it. Yeah. I didn't even, like, think about it. I, I didn't really think about the race this weekend, either, to be honest with you. So do you have a prediction? Um, let's go. It's, like, we don't know I'm throwing anything. just random out there. Mm-hmm. I assume Emma's going to put an Ashton on podium so i'm going to go max charles checo interesting i was gonna i'll do max charles fernando that's what i'll do i like that production i feel like that we also didn't do our top 10 for this year yet oh like our Mm -hmm. which we can't do right now because we need to prep that but maybe we'll put it out on socials this week before the race starts so that at least we've got our picks out there before the before season. Before the season actually starts. But then we can just talk about it in our episode next week. Okay. Okay. Let's work. We'll do that. Oh, my God. I can't believe the season is starting. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I've been waiting. If someone knows why it's on a Saturday, can you please let us know? Really throwing me off. Because not just the first race. It's the first two. two. First races. Like, okay. Sundays are for Formula One. I literally have all this merch i got that. a sunday's shirt i have like, a sunday's hat like i literally had a brand send me a t-shirt that said sundays are for formula one so saturdays are not for formula one saturdays no. are for the girls saturday <laughs> saturdays are for the girls that's so right saturdays are for prep prepping your episode for sunday <laughs> yeah we did not do a very good job today but <laughs> well all we had to talk about was dts yeah and we didn't watch it so yeah. we're the worst you know what though in past seasons, I've been, like, super pumped for DTS. Yeah. I feel like this season I was, like, I'm pumped to have something to watch yeah. because I am i haven't watched, like, any content in motorsports for a while. But I'm not, like, oh, my gosh, I have to see this race. I have to see this race. Like, I'm excited to see Vegas, I will say. I think that it's because we were so involved this year, like mm-hmm. this last year. Mm-hmm. Like we debriefed the races mm-hmm. every week. We talked about it. And like previous years watching Formula One, that was it. We right. just watched it. Yeah. It's like previous years. It was like a reminder of what happened yeah. the year before. It's like this year I was kind of like, well, I don't need, need to, to be reminded. reminded yeah. You know, there are people who have, I think we got a few messages actually about, um, this season of DTS and they said it was less dramatic it, than it has yeah. been. Because, I mean, we have only watched like four episodes, but so far I feel like everything that we've watched has been pretty accurate mm-hmm. to what has actually happened. They haven't had to like... There's the no word? fake storylines, yeah. which they got criticized a lot for in years past, so I understand oh, why well, that's yeah. different. But yeah, it's not it's not like drama, which I don't But mind. I do feel like at this point they've probably said 
So the purpose of this show was to bring in this audience. Mm-hmm. We've, we're going to make it super dramatic so that we can hook the people, bring them in. By this point, no one's starting DTS on season six. Yeah. Like, th- that. I think they've gotten to this point where they're like, we've got the racing fans hooked now. And we've got people involved in the sport. So now they're going to watch it, whether it's like made up dramatic storylines or whether it's like really accurate race reports. So I kind of feel like... They're taking a step back. They're taking a step back. And they're yeah. like, we did what we wanted to do. Yeah. We're going to keep putting this show out, but it's going to be like less tailored towards like bringing in a new audience and more tailored towards the audience we've already grown. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what's going on, which is fine. I'm not complaining about it. It's fine. Yeah. I really loved the first three seasons, but I did. Fe- I thought this is crazy. I've never mentioned this on the podcast before, but after the first, so I watched the first three seasons before I watched my first F1 season. And I thought that there was no race. Like I, I, th- I didn't think cars got through the races. I thought in every race, <laughs> what I thought in every race, there was like a big crash or like a, like a bunch of DNFs. Well, and that's just not what it was, but that's what the first couple seasons of DTS did. It was like, Oh my gosh, this sport's crazy. Look at all the crashes. Look at all the danger, blah, blah, blah. Come watch it. Which I did, but I feel like they don't need to do that anymore. And and it just wasn't accurate. Like, that's just so not what F1's about. It's not about the, the crashes and yeah. the the dramatics in that sense. Like, it's these are people's lives here. These are, like, millions of dollars. But of, they did hype it up. Or they, not but hype that's it up, what but it that's, felt yeah. like. Yeah, no, you're right. It felt like it was, like, you must watch this sport. Just, there's craziness. Like, I feel like I'm trying to do, like, a radio ad right now. It's, like... Yeah cars fire like you know watch our sport <laughs> no one gets through it you know yeah it's like that's, not, that's, that's just not so true. not the reality mm. of f1 it's like so technical and like beautiful in a sense mm. i feel like they just it's a different approach now with netflix which is okay it's okay and max is involved we we weren't sure yeah max is there. involved yeah they couldn't run a season this season without max I'm really hoping that Red Bull isn't as dominant this year as they think they'll be. Like I, yeah, I, I think I, you speak for all F1 fans when you say that. Yeah, but right. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Oh my god, I'm actually so excited for the season to start. This was a partial DTS debrief. Yeah, we are Track Talk. Catch you out for now.